What's going on, everybody? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Guy Podcast Network. Today on the podcast, we have Paolo Del Castillo co-hosting with me as we talk to Bobo. Bobo is a photographer, videographer. He primarily works on tours for Eric Nam and among other artists. Um, Bobo does a lot. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about his experiences on tour, uh, fake it till you make it, you know, all those kinds of things that actually really help in the creative industry. So yeah, check it out. Hope you enjoy. Peace. What's good, everybody? Today on the podcast, we have the homie Paolo co-hosting with me today. It's episode, uh, I don't know how many appearances now, three? Three or four? Three? This is my I third, think. yeah. I think it's your third time. <laughs> yeah. Third time on the pod. And today, we have our special guest calling in from the, where'd you say? Where are you I'm at? In, I'm in the Bay Area, California right He's now. He's in the Bay Area. He's calling in from the Bay Area. It's Bobo. Bobo, say what's good, man. What is good, y'all? Thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast. Y'all, my family. Once yeah, again, bro. Thank you, you know. for doing this. I'm happy to have you on, man. Dude. It's good to catch up with you. Hell it's yeah, been a long man. time coming. It's been a long time. So last time I saw <laughs> you guys, uh, I saw you in the Philippines like two months ago. No, oh my yeah. god, two months. Bro, time was, is like, crazy. Six months right ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and Paula, when did it? I saw you in New York in like recently. January. Yeah, yeah. Right before cool. everything went to shit, dude. Oh <laughs> I think my it was god. like in a span of a week we you were here and then you were there right yeah 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 it was for the uh i was on tour with eric nam for the before we begin tour we started off in asia did like seven countries or something like that and then it was the u.s tour right after that so got to see both of y'all that's nice that's fucking sick so um before we go any further can you just uh introduce yourself to our listeners oh shit uh my name is (laughs) isne bobo nuyent um I am an artist, uh, mainly known for photography, but, um, you know, I like to dabble in a little bit of everything, try to be the jack of all trades, you know, and, um, yeah, dude, I'm here to just, uh, be the best I can be, you know, <laughs> I don't know I like... <laughs> what other, you know, intro is there, man. I, don't know. I mean, he's not going to say it, but I'll say it. He's being extremely modest. Um, True. I think I agree. Uh, <laughs> I agree. You know, if, uh, if anyone's that, familiar yeah. with Bobo's work, um, uh, I mean, obviously, if you follow him on Instagram, uh, you know how amazing he is. And um, I mean, I feel like I've said this a million times before, but I'll say it again. I have a lot of respect, in particular, for um, tour photographers and and concert photographers because the environment they work in is crazy. For one, um, Bobo. I've seen him run around from like at the very front of the stage to the very back of the stage and everywhere in between. Uh, he and he turns everything around within the next day. So work yes, ethic is man. crazy. So I yeah, appreciate yeah, that, man. To that. I appreciate that, to that. Couldn't agree yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, couldn't agree more. Fucking crazy lifestyle, man. No, that the, the tour life is. Uh, it's like all the good things and bad things about being like in entertainment you know what i mean like yeah yeah, word. yeah man yeah yeah while we're on it let's keep talking about tour life man like what what are the major tours that you've done that you've worked on um man i guess uh i guess what i'm known for the most is like the the eric nam tour 
He's a uh, yeah. K-pop artist. And then, um, you know, I did uh, work with like Nick Jonas. I was on the Jaden Smith tour, the Vision tour. I think that was his first tour after he dropped Sire. Um, okay. And then uh, with Dumbfounded and then uh, Hippie Sabotage as well. And um, yeah, I do a lot of like one-off shoots with other artists. Like they'll just call me in for like, you know, if we're in LA, hey, like come shoot for us today or whatever like that. So yeah. Man. And to, to kind of expand on that, I also kind of want to talk about how I first met Bobo. Um, Word, go ahead. So he was uh, he was here in New York with... Um, McKenna. This, yeah, with McKenna. So if yeah. you guys haven't heard of McKenna, please check them out. They make amazing music but um amazing yeah so he music. was here with mckenna um and and uh year of the ox was opening up for them and yeah this was we knew each other through social media through um a mutual friend uh freesia park freesia if you mm -hmm. ever listen to this shout out to you shout out to um, freesia <laughs> but yeah so like we knew each other through social media and um he just hit me up uh, asking me if I would be down to shoot the show and um, I remember I remember it was like around that time I was still trying to like come up like so I was I was admittedly a little standoffish I, I think the first question I asked him was like <laughs> oh like do, do you guys have a budget and <laughs> and you know he was like he was very honest with me he was like oh dude no I wish I wish we had a budget but unfortunately not but um if you don't want to shoot shoot the show I understand and I was like but I I ended up saying yes just because of the mutual connection we have so I was like, oh, dude, if you're Frisia's friend, then fuck it. I don't care. Like, of course. Like, of yeah, course I'll yeah, come. yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we linked up, and then we were just like, bro, you're fucking tight, dude. Like, I'll fuck with you, man. I'll fuck with you. And then, yeah, dude. dude. And like, meeting you that night was kind of like my introduction to that whole, like, that whole world. Because, you know, prior to that, I have, I'd never been backstage i'd never been to a green room like i'd never been to like For sure. I, i'd never seen how um i know dom knows about this too because he shot a lot of shows in new york but like that was like all new to me so i was yeah, like yeah 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 the entire time yeah. i was there i was kind of just soaking it all in and yeah dude it was that ended up being a really great night like i ended up uh meeting mckenna um, Year of the Ox, all cool people. I met Aquafina too. That's oh yeah, yeah, she was at that show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a trippy uh, experience being backstage. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, dude, like traveling throughout all these tours and stuff. You know, like, there's like, you know, some green rooms are absolute shit with like, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, the showers are just absolutely disgusting. But then the, once, or there's no shower, or there's no showers, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, once, you know, every five, six shows, there's just that amazing green room where like every, you know, you got all the fucking snacks spread out. The showers are pristine and clean. And, you know, I've been in one in Arizona that had, um, <laughs> it had cold brew on tap. It had beer on Whoa, tap. Shit. There was like pianos and like a record and like you know like I've taken pictures. Like everyone just takes pictures there. It's got this huge bookshelf. Like it is amazing, you know. And uh, Damn, who would have thought Arizona? Yeah, right Damn, out of all dude. places. I think it was the Van Buren. So shout out to that venue, bro. That's my favorite venue in the entire world, bro. You know, Damn, dude, in the entire world, Arizona. 
I yeah, never I guess, in a million years. And yo, on on top of that, they give everybody socks on the way out. You know, like that's don't, sometimes I get swag dude. and shit. Yeah, it's fucking. That sounds tight, like a bro. hotel, dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Pretty much, bro. You know, and like they got laundry there, so you do all your laundry, and then um, you know, of course, everybody lives off the bus, so. You know, only on off days you will get uh, hotel rooms. Sometimes some tours don't do that, but um, you know, for the good tours, the luxury tours, you get hotel rooms on the day off, so you can chill out, shower, whatever, get out of each other's space. Because you know, it's like you're balancing fourteen people's personalities all at the same time. Everyone's got different habits. Everyone's get got different, um, you know, routines. So um, you know, I think a lot of people say they want to do this tour stuff, you know, like I want to be a tour photographer, but I was like, you guys got to understand what comes with, uh, this lifestyle. It's dirty. It's, it's <laughs> tiring. It, your sleep yeah. schedule is all over the place. You know, you got to keep up with, uh, you got to adapt to everybody's personalities. And, um, you know, I think everybody has like this mutual respect of each other to, to like try to bring forth positive energy, you know, and um, if there's a tour where people don't get along, which I have been on, <laughs> everything just like goes to shit. It's like super awkward and you know what I mean? So Dude, yeah. I can only imagine because you're with those people for X amount of time. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. you get to know Non-stop. all the good parts and all the bad parts about people. So, uh, you know, if you're not a highly adaptable person, I think it's just going to be really hard for whoever like pursues that um the tour photographer photography career yeah how did how did you get down that path how did you get into it initially oh man all right we're gonna go i mean how far back do you want me to go like do you want me to say like the la part or like how this whole uh... shit just Bro, we got time. We can go the full origin mm-hmm. story. All right, we got time. I'm, cur- I'm curious too. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So, I would say it first started off with this thing called martial arts tricking. Right? It's like a a mix of like martial arts, uh, gymnastics, um, fucking breakdancing, flipping, flips, whatever, acrobatics. Um, and then, uh, so I was doing that for a while with this uh, team called Team Luke Kicks out of San Jose. And then the person who named it, named Isaiah Flores, he broke off and actually started his own film crew. And, uh, you know, at the time, I kind of didn't know what I was doing with my life. So I was like, hey, like, you think I should go to art school? He's like, bro, like, you don't need school. Fuck all that shit. Just, like, follow me around for, like, one or two years and you'll learn everything you need to know, you know? So I never really picked up a camera or anything, but I, like, always PA'd and kind of saw what he was doing and he would give me like life advice philosophy with um how like camp from like camera work to like just like living as like a human being so that was like a really dope experience and then um and then uh, Dude, i was making music yeah at the same time i was making music with uh my homie brian aka metaphysics uh we actually just dropped three songs so you can go check that out <laughs> yeah, yeah I, wanted, I wanted to i wanted to ask you about that later on but um yeah yeah we'll get to that so, later we'll get to that later um, so but then, uh so word so how old were you at the time when you started paing for this for this was for, i was like uh 20 21 ish maybe oh wow okay. yeah yeah maybe maybe a little bit older but um yeah i mean like i was like kind of going to community college but 
like I wasn't like really going, you know, like yeah. I would like, you know, you would like be walking to class and then, you know, you would see one of your friends you'd be like, Hey, uh, you want to get something to eat? And just, we're not making this class. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I kind of fucked that up. And, uh, you know, I think I had a lot to prove to like my mom and, uh, you know, my dad, cause they were always pushing me to go to school, of course. Cause it's the, you know, very Asian, you know, yeah. uh, you're not successful. Usual, unless yeah. You're a doctor and like art is not even in the picture, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. some um, very, uh, old school accolades. Yes. Yes. Very fucking yeah. old school. But, uh, yeah. you know, and then, uh, after that, um, you know, Brian moved out to UCLA and then, uh, I kind of had an excuse to like go out there too. You know, Brian was like, yo, like LA's where it's at. Like, you know, with the, with the culture and entertainment, you got to come out here and just like live, bro. Like let's pursue our, our dreams, bro. You know, and if I didn't have Brian, like none of that shit, none of this shit would be like possible at all. Cause you know, he, uh, he always kept me motivated, you know, and he's just like always there for me. Just like, yo, like all this shit is possible. Let's fucking do it. And then, um, he was moving out of his dorms at the time. So this was like, you know, forward to 2016. And then I was like, all right, like, let's all get an apartment out there. So me, uh, my girlfriend at the time, Jenna, Michelle, and Brian moved into an apartment together. And then um, I was actually pursuing rap. <laughs> going Word. into L.A., I was like, I'm going to be a fucking rapper, you know? And then, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did a show and, um, you know, we all did a show together. It was super fun. But then at the same time, it was like, yo, like my bank account is getting kind of low. You know what I mean? And I was like super desperate for jobs, bro. You know, and I was like, all right, what's one thing that I know? that i can like try to do so like i literally went to fairfax like i haven't really told anybody this this is kind of crazy um i went to fairfax every single day and like just like tried to like politic with everybody and try to talk to people and be like hey like here's my resume which had absolutely nothing on it you know i worked at h&m <laughs> for a couple of years and like you know there's like some film set ex- experience that i like faked on there you know and they're like dude like this is not how you get jobs here like that doesn't work that way you know and then um and then i went to uh so uh, what's that what's that spot called top man right because you know i know Mm -hmm. retail i can sell things you know and so um i was sitting in top man and i got my second interview and i was sitting there and i was like i was like just really thinking to myself and i was looking at the people around me i was like bro like this is not what i came to fucking la for and I literally just ripped up my fucking resume or whatever the fuck I had in my hands. I was filling out forms. And then I just fucking dipped. And I got home. Crazy epiphany, bro. You know? And then uh, after that, I was like, all right, like, I got to figure something out if I'm not going to do this, you know? And then, um, you know, everybody was telling me there's this, we ha- there was this house in NoHo um, of the squad, uh, you know, like Nate, J-Mo. I don't know if you've met all of them um and tracy and dave baker yeah they're they're super cool guys uh but uh they were just like yo like stop talking about it like just do it man you know but there's this guy drew that you need to meet and i was like okay like who's this guy drew you know what i mean and i see this guy just walking around and i was like okay and then at the time he was living there as well so i kind of barged into his room and I was like, hey, man, like, I heard, like, you know, good things about you. Everybody says I need to meet you. And this guy was like, he, like, just woke up. So he's, like, so annoyed with <laughs> me right now. You know, he's just kind of not giving me the time of day. And I was like, bro, like, 
I can do all this. I can graphic design. I can fucking model. I can fucking uh, shoot photos. I can shoot videos. I can, you know, make music. Da, da, da. And at the time, like, I, w- I couldn't really do all these things. I just, like, <laughs> I told him, you know what I mean? I was like, I can do all of it. And then, you know, he was just like, uh, you know, all right, shoot some photography for me at, this, at, this, uh, at these parties that we've been throwing. It's called Ultra Rare. You know, so I just, like, borrowed Michelle's camera. And then I just kind of started, like, figuring out how to sh- take pictures you know and like kind of got my style from like uh you know like isaiah and jack Vu, who were like at the time in my in my crew um yeah. and then uh you know i started pumping out these photos and videos just randomly and then um, drew would give me a time span of like four hours bro like he was like yeah i need this in like four hours and i was like what the f-? like no one told <laughs> me like it took this long to to uh you know pump things out like so I just fucking did it. I was like, fuck, I got to figure it out. YouTube videos, how to fucking edit, you know, all these shortcuts, um, you know, and uh, kind of just figured it out. And then I got like, uh, Drew was like, all right, like he hasn't slipped up this far. So, um, you know, and then I had like a bunch of deep talks with Drew about like uh, my passion and what I'm trying to pursue and how I'm trying to live. And then uh, he was like, all right, for sure, for sure. Well, I am actually tour managing for this artist called Dumbfounded. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Damn. crazy. He's like, hey, uh, I'm trying to put you on tour with us, bro. And at the time, I was like, bro, like, Dub is like one of my childhood idols, bro. Yeah. Like, that's, this is crazy For to sure. me. And, you know, at the same time, I have to keep this cool. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, all right, cool. Like, that sounds good, you know. Because <laughs> it's um, a work relationship. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly, <Yeah. laughs> you know. And then, um, so Dub is like, yo, can you send me a demo reel of your stuff and granted like i don't have anything i haven't shot <laughs> shit he's he's only seen my ultra rare videos and like those party photos you know and then so i hit yeah. up my homie uh mike and i was like bro because like i was there on set with him during all this but he was the one that held the camera and you know isaiah kind of taught like everybody had to manage all the positions from like pa to shooting to whatever the fuck and i was like yo like can you just cut me a demo reel real quick and then he was like dude i'll just take my name out of it and i'll put your name in it <laughs> dude that's amazing and, damn and then so i sent it off to dumb and he was like bro this shit is fucking tight like fuck yeah like let's go <laughs> so that's how i finesse that tour um and then so i it's crazy you know the fake until you make it thing like I don't Dude, say that- everybody should do this, but like to be honest, like that's how I fucking did it. You know what I mean? But I no, do- dude, you're so right because that's how you sell yourself. Like mm-hmm. it is, man. It is like like how you sold yourself to Drew by saying you could do all these things, even if at the time <laughs> you couldn't 100 percent back it up, dude. Like I don't know. Like if if I met someone like that that at least sounded like they knew what the fuck they were talking about like i would take them seriously so like, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah man and i think it's just up to the person to be like all right like you're put in the position now you better fucking learn how to do this if you're gonna exactly yeah talk it you know what i mean so that's you know and then um you know it's funny because uh my first couple videos on tour uh they were like pretty fucking trash obviously you know <laughs> and then dom like kind of pulled me aside and he was just like yo like uh you gotta like he actually was the one who taught me how to shoot artists 
you know, because like, you know, there's a lot of uh, photographers who get like really like awkward angles of the artist, like, ah, or yeah, like, you know, man. in weird positions. And their main focus is just to be as close to the artist as possible. But Dom was explained to me, he's like, bro, like, you need to explain the story you know what i mean like what is going on here like i know i'm here but like you have me like mid like not even jumping like capture me midway jumping and then like you know with the crowd's hands up and then like show how many people are in the crowd and like yep. you gotta express all this emotion into one into one picture and i was like oh fuck like that makes total sense and then uh yeah <laughs> dude so and you know like you know behind the scenes they're probably like yo like we gotta let this guy go he's fucking garbage you know and then, uh, yeah, dude, I heard the, you know, there is a, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. And then I had to, I just had to learn it, figure it out. And then my next videos started getting better and better. And he's like, oh, okay, this is fire, you know? And I think the moment I really proved to him that I could actually shoot was there was like one show where the crowd just like, it wasn't very active. There was hella people there, but like, you know, when you would say like, oh, throw your fucking hands up, like everyone kind of be like too cool to like react to that you know and then yeah. uh, but i made that video look so fucking lit that they were like oh shit like all right you might be pretty good at this you know <laughs> yeah man. that's dope man but yeah, yeah that's that says a lot bro because like like you said fake it till you make it but then you have to have the work ethic and you have to develop that learning curve to actually make it happen you know if you if, you know if you're gonna if you're gonna fake it till you make it like you gotta work your ass off <laughs> you really have to work your ass off to absolutely, actually show that man. improvement and make it happen you know absolutely 100%. I, yeah. I still live by those words today you <laughs> going bro you know yeah and then after that tour um you know i think what drew has that is so special he is this is like an untangible thing right he's like such a community member that everyone puts so much trust in him and i was like like Word. he does so much things for people like pretty much if you want to have fun in k-town first person you're gonna call is drew he gets all like the fucking he gets the fucking gangsters together the fucking hipsters the fucking just like the artists and just all these random people to like the fucking techies all in one room he's the only one that i've seen do that very successfully you know and um it's crazy what that guy can do you know and then with his cosign and like navigating through like uh the jungles of la like he you know he really had my back and uh if it wasn't for him bro like i would not be fucking anywhere bro so shout out to drew hunnids man that's that's Word, my guy dude. yeah dude. that's amazing yeah i've actually in in the few times that i've been to la i've, I've heard a few people refer to him as mr k-town yeah yeah <laughs> you know he would call the mayor of k-town and he'll never he hates that title bro he's gonna be like bro why did you fucking say that but yo that guy he's the one man for real for real yeah and then after the dumb tour you know, a lot of people started like seeing my stuff, and then, um, you know, I sh I shot for like, uh, Toki Monster a little bit after that, and then just like random gigs would just come in, and then uh, my homie Kudo at the time was doing stuff for Nick Jonas, and then he was like, hey, these guys uh, need a photographer, so I'm gonna link you with their management, and then you just you just do you. It's up to you from here to to kill it. You know, I put the trust in you, so make me fucking look good you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah and then you know so i think a lot of like my success that's why i, I never ever say like i'm like self-made or whatever the fuck a lot of people like to claim right um but i am made by my friends and family 
of this community and people who put their trust in me. And um, it was just up to me to to ride through it and make everybody else look good. You know what I mean? So where it did, and yeah. I'm glad that you said that because I feel like people don't say that enough, um, especially Agreed. now. Uh, um, like it's or. I don't know about now, but at least pre-COVID, um, it was uh, like a lot of people were getting caught up in, um, you know, like uh, pseudo success and uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, like uh, just false images and stuff like that. So it's cool to hear someone in your position um, really pay homage to, you know, like what got you where you are. Definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, man. I'm just trying to be as honest as possible with like my journey you know because like i don't even like necessarily like believe that like i deserve to be here you know like sure like i've worked hard and all that stuff but there's so many other like talented photographers who should be like in this position but it's like why me right you know and mm-hmm. i and i think about that a lot and um yeah dude i think just putting your best foot forward and like having like genuine intentions and not being like shady and just trying to be honest with people and, um, you know, learning about everybody else's stories to, you know, learn from that, man, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, what's your experience been like in, in navigating through the, music and entertainment industries like it, it can be so complicated it can be so frustrating you could you deal with a lot of shitty personalities like how has it been for you um you know i've had uh my shortcomings with uh, a few relationships out there you know what i mean yeah as naturally is because this is like what you gotta think of it right like there's so many people that are um chasing the dream that often yeah. like they can get so lost in chasing the dream that they forget who they are inside and you know it's easy just to like step on people to get on over here and over here you know what i mean and um, i try to just like remind myself every single day that like yo like what am i in this for and like i can't i just don't want to move like that that's not the type of person i am you know and um i think what also helped a lot is like people like to go to la and they like to boast about how fucking cool they are you know what I mean? I could, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, you know, I work with this person. I work with that person. But more so, it's just, like, people want to get to know you, dude. Like, you know, ask people about themselves and, like, learn from their experiences, you know? For a lot of the time, I wasn't really talking about myself. I was just asking people's, like, I was like, yo, man, like, I'm going through some deep shit right now internally. And, like, I'm having a hard time. Like, if you were to go back to my age or even younger when you were, like, 21, like, what would you tell yourself? You know, and then as all these like older cats and like people that I've looked up to told me their experiences of like navigating through this jungle, I really took that into consideration of like, all right, like I need to do these things better. And then also keep this in mind as I navigate through this journey, you know, and um, there's been a lot of shitty people, but more so I think moving down with my community of people I really trusted, that's what really kept me grounded and um you know opposed to getting lost in the sauce and i've been lost in the sauce before too you know what i mean i'm not saying i'm perfect i'm a piece of shit too you know (laughs) um but my friends were always there to bring me down you know what i mean like when i would um you know as far as like what like being too cocky or being too like oh like 
I'm very successful, so I can act a certain way. You know what I mean? People were always like, hey, man, like, let's just dial it back and reassess ourselves. You're fucking killing it. But, you know, let's set a good example for everybody around us, you know. And um, so I thank all my friends for that, you know. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's how I stay uh, who I am. (laughs) Well said. Well said. Well said. I agree. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how, just referring back to, um, Pablo's notes, how, how has COVID impacted your work? Like, how are things going for you now? Man, so I was, we were on, um, the, uh, the, before we begin tour with Eric Nam, and then, Mm -hmm. um, so we did pretty much basically our whole tour. And then the last two days we get back into LA, right when we get back into LA, like, you know, management sends a text out in the morning and they're like, hey guys, like bad news, but the entire tour is canceled until further notice. And all of us were just like, oh fuck. Like we're all kind of fucked, you know? And we were thinking like, oh, this is only gonna last like two, three months. Like we'll get over it. But um, you know, we're here uh, four months later, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, still sending each other like, videos from tour about like funny times you know and then um yeah so we had like a whole south america portion right after that and then all canceled you know god I'm damn just... he's in south america too jesus yeah Christ. we were supposed to hit that right after and it all got canceled Crazy. bro so it was that's... very disappointing but um you that know is... I... yeah that's like so actually wait oh go on go on oh word go i was on. gonna say just like actually um Cause uh, like right around when everything started shutting down, I think it was like mid to late March when like um, you know like I think New York City like went on lockdown, um, the NBA shut down and like all these <laughs> events like happening one after the other, and you just that was when like you were just reading the news and like it was just existential dread like with everything that you read. <laughs> but like oh my god, I it think, was so terrible. I think my one dude the. I swear, like, the one thing that made things feel normal was even though New York City was locked down, you were still posting tour videos. So I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, well, like, concerts are still happening, so it can't yeah. be all bad. So, yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I, like, I would say, like, it did, like, it, it started to feel really, really real when I was like, oh, shit, Bobo's going home, like. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's when shit went bonkers, bro. Yeah, but, um, you know, luckily I have some, uh, I have uh, some friends that um, own their own PR company um, that have been uh, taking care of me with a couple jobs here and there. Uh, you know, I get like oh, once, one or two a month, so I'm kind of in and out of uh, L.A. still. So, uh, yeah, dude, they've just been, uh, been like, hey, we got a job for you. Like, come if you want it. Here it is. And, uh, yeah, so I'm still getting a little bit of work here and there. Of course, we got a social distance, mask, hand sanitizer everywhere. And, like, everything's a lot more controlled, um, you mm-hmm. know, on sets and stuff. You know, if, dude, like, I was going to ask you, how, how are they handling sets now in, in the States? Because I've been on a couple sets here during COVID, and it's it's been weird, man. How has it been for you guys? So I know on, like, uh, usually it's just me touching the camera, and, you know, we're kind of doing, like, more outdoorsy stuff. So it's more focused on that. But if we are sharing equipment, um, I know they have to, like, wipe down all the cameras, like, right after someone else touches it. And then, you know, if you're in yeah. that department, you stay in that department, like like, hardcore, like, not even, like, you know um so i guess that's just the only difference and uh i guess the rollout of a lot of projects 
it doesn't have to be as pristine anymore. It's okay that it's like a little, um, a little shitty, shittier quality because people understand that uh, that's how the industry is nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. it's kind of similar for my work too. Um, I haven't really shot for myself just because I don't feel comfortable working with models and stuff like that at the moment. But um, as far as work, like when I do e-com photography, like I, well, first of all, God bless my zoom lens because I try to stand as far away from like these models as I can. <laughs> yeah. just, for, just like, just for both of our safety. But like, um, e- even, you know, like things are so different now because even before, um, if there were any minor styling issues with, you know, like a person's, what a person's wearing, if, if their shirt is creased or like their pants are a little creased, like you'd have like a stylist come fix it, but now you can't even touch them anymore. So you just have to like direct, you just have to like direct them as best as possible to fix whatever you need them to fix. So like, you know, obviously like Bobo said, like people are a little more forgiving now, like um, things like that aren't as strict because you're working with what you have. But yeah, man, it's just, it's it's Crazy still uh, tugs, it's still surreal though. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Oh, yo, man. um, weird question, but how have things been in terms of makeup artists on your sets? Uh, are, are dude, they I dealing even, with any other? I haven't even been with the makeup artist on any sets recently. Okay, yeah, weird. yeah. Because so when I, I was getting, I had a shoot like a month ago for a cosmetics company, mm-hmm. and when I was getting my makeup done, I was like, "Is this safe right now?" Like. Yeah, yeah. Really Did you feel okay? uncomfortable about that? Yeah, like, you know, I, felt yeah. Unco- I felt very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like, do they have like, to use new brushes and new, uh, you know what I mean, new material on every single person? It didn't seem like they were. Huh, huh. <laughs> so I was like, "Is this okay? Really? Like, who, yeah, who, yeah. Why yeah. is there no regulation on this? Like, shouldn't there be new brushes for everybody? It, yeah, it was weird, man. Yeah, it's a really weird time to be in the creative industry because our, you know, like Paolo was saying style minor styling adjustments and things like that like you can only do so much now and yeah it, it's a pretty uncomfortable situation to be honest to have to be on a set you know yeah yeah but and you know I think there, there's so many people like uh not taking this as serious as they should be or some people taking oh it like yeah you know what i mean and like i'm i'm yeah. super guilty of that too bro you know what i mean like um it's just so hard to navigate you know with all the shit going on in the world right now it's like oh my god like is this the right thing to do? Or like, am I going to fucking look like an idiot here? Or like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, uh, yeah. whatever, man. But, um, you know, just, it's like a simple, just fucking wear a mask, man. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, that's the right? least you can do. The least you could do, you know, even yeah. if you are confused about how to navigate things, you know? So, yeah. Oh dude. Um, I, uh, since we're talking about like the creative industry right now, I just wanted to plug, um, the artist relief fund because um i know there's a bunch of uh artists yeah. relief grants and funds going around right now um yeah. the Art- artist relief fund is one of them i just saw um i just saw one of my homies win like actually get the fund so it's like a five thousand dollar one-time grant for any wow, artist that is fire yeah, Holy shit! for any for any artist in dire financial situation so like like we said earlier you know like people probably aren't hiring makeup artists right now because um their job requires close contact with um with yeah. people so uh yeah so artist relief fund definitely looking shout out um, to the artist relief fund man damn that's yeah. amazing 
Um, what else was I gonna say? So, oh, so, uh, so so now you're in the Bay. Uh, when did you? And you you said you go back and forth to LA like for jobs and stuff still. How yeah. Was, uh, I was just curious as to how LA and how California is doing right now because I heard LA <laughs> went back into lockdown. Yeah, it was weird because I mean, in the Bay Area where I'm from, uh, like San Mateo area, it's like uh, you know they they had they like close off whole streets and then you know so it's available for outdoor dining and stuff like that um but uh yeah i wish it was a little uh it's it like sucks but you know they could be a little bit more safe about it you know and uh yeah like i said like with the whole like i think a lot of people just don't know how to navigate this you know and especially like you know diving into politics a little bit they're they don't even know how to fucking navigate this so how are you supposed to lead an entire country to do the right thing if you guys don't even you know don't what I mean? even know like, what the right thing is yeah dude so it's it's a uh, weird dude and you know there's conversations with like friends and family that's like oh no like this shit isn't real i don't know one person who has it and then there's other people that are like yo like my fucking aunt had it like so yeah my aunt had it how do yeah, you, my uncle had it. you yeah. yeah so it's a uh, fucking weird bro fucking weird dude, it's a uh... It's a very dystopian time. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Also, I see whenever I see news about California, I almost always see something about OC. <laughs> dude, Orange County is crazy, bro. People there are, are are fucking weird, dude. I'll tell you that. Why? What's going on there? I mean, all right. Like my philosophy with Orange County is like it like kind of wants to be like LA, but without like <laughs> the actual like. Uh, like creativeness of it right people okay a lot of people they find value in like luxurious things like even if you're broke as fuck out there like you're gonna be into luxury shit and you're gonna spend your entire paycheck to look fucking cool you know and that's Mm -hmm. just the mentality that a lot of like orange county people as far as i've experienced uh just that's just the way that they are you know what i mean they're not especially like uh i mean i can't find a better word than fucking like woke to the what's really fucking going on in the world you know so that's the mentality that they're all in you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. from what i've seen um they're the most opposed to wearing masks yeah um i think there's kids going back to school like yeah yeah that's this year like uh la county closed their closed their schools but orange county in very close proximity is going fucking back to school ridiculous yeah. bro fucking ridiculous man <laughs> <laughs> you know and he, he, what can you do all you can do is like you know you can get mad about it or you can just fucking laugh you know what i mean and uh mm-hmm. you know choose uh how you want to react to things you know <laughs> yeah yeah but you know I, I, I do miss like being out just like on the field and just like meeting people and you know chasing dreams and uh you know, so I, I definitely think like mental health is probably like a huge issue right now. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, I'm like so extroverted. Like I need to be around people, bro. Like they give me energy and, um, you know, I feel like I need to, I need to fucking talk to people. Um, and you know, for people like I've just been kind of going through like a really fucking hard time of like, damn, like. I've been so alone for these past uh, couple months that I need to, I need someone to, you know, help out, you know, 
And um, it's just like interesting to like, how do you help someone that really has like a like a depression right now because they're not getting their energy that they need. You know, thankfully, like I'm, I have all my friends that are always open to like, you know, listening to me and hearing conversations. But, um, you know, for like people who don't have that, you know, like how do you help them navigate through this? You know? Yeah. I, don't know. I often think yeah, about, no. you know, what a solution to that is, but it's hard for me or, to yeah. defunding yeah. the police. Yeah, <laughs> you find the fucking police, bro. For real, dude. That's the fucking solution. Right, bro. The only thing that'll solve my depression is defunding the police. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but man, but, if you're going through something, just try to reach out to someone and try to talk about it, you know. And for people who are helping those people, I think they should try to encourage them to just uh, do things that will try to keep their mind off of it until this time yeah. passes, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Cause I, the me- mental health has been a huge topic on the podcast over the last few months. Cause uh, I'm sure everybody's having their own individual different experiences that are caused by the COVID situation, you know, from, you know, all different perspectives of it. And yeah, there's a lot to unfold there, you know, like it's affecting everybody so differently from lifestyle changes to family issues to health concerns and things like that. So yeah. it's tough, man. It's deep. It's, it's, it's a hard time. Yeah. But man. yo, let's, let's get, let's get back into you as a, as an artist. Like where, where do you, where are you at in your career right now? How long have you been uh, working as a photographer, videographer? Uh, since I got out to LA, it's been like three years now, three, three going on four years. Yeah. Oh, shit. The way the way yeah. that you described everything made it sound like a lot longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a crazy thing, bro. You know, like um, there, this is a at, a at a time when we have such amazing information available and like resources. Yep. You gotta learn if you don't know how to use resources. I swear to God, that will be your downfall, bro. Like, I don't know how I fucking learned all these things in a year and a half but you know like i just have great friends and youtube university university you know yeah i i guess you just got to figure out what direction you want to go you know what i mean and, and uh, i guess like how bad do you want it you know and, yeah, yeah. And so so where are you at right now like um are you satisfied with your your current standing or like do you want to push it further and if you do then what what is further how much further can you go you know like i i think there's like this, like, uh, this unhealthiness of, of chasing goals, right? Because you're never yeah, going to be sure. satisfied. You're never, ever going to be satisfied, no matter how much success you get. And, um, yeah, I think I'm always just looking for like an outlet to like express like this, like I have like a fucking rage and like kind of darkness inside of me. You know what I mean? As I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people do. And, uh, I don't yeah. know, man, I'm just kind of trying to, figure out myself like oh okay i'm I, like get back into making music you know or like tomorrow i'll fucking try to design some shit you know what i mean a new logo or you know try to make some clothes or whatever it is that's just uh i just kind of go by uh i don't really have like i'm not like a planner you know what i mean i just kind of go by what i feel every single day and uh mm-hmm. personally i enjoy the chaos of like my mind of just being just completely fucking unorganized and just doing what I feel, you know, and that's, that's like ultimate freedom to me. But I know there are a lot of people that need a plan, need to execute things, you know, from A, B, C, D, E, F, G, 
you know but i'm just like bro like let's just skip steps and try to find loopholes into you know yeah as you can see you know even with the whole la journey i've you know i like to cheat on my fucking tests really you know yeah, yeah. find the most efficient way to do things and just and and you know you get the same result anyway you know you studied really hard but but and i didn't you know i i got some you know people helped me out here but i still got an a too you know what i mean so, bro chestnut checkers dude yeah. chestnut checkers. exactly bro <laughs> So kind of to add to that, um, obviously COVID has impacted every um, every industry in one way or another, like immeasurably. Um, and I think, uh, just speaking objectively, I think concerts are going to be, you know, one of the last things to come back when everything is safe and, you know, there's a vaccine down the road and everything's reopened. So... Um, where, where do you see your current line of work going post COVID? Man, you know what? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, uh, I right now I think the industry is trying to move towards drive-in concerts. Yeah, oh, I've been hearing about that. Yeah, like I, I saw Kyle that. just did one the other day. It looked pretty fucking tight. You know, of course it's not. You know, no, I don't think anybody's gonna be uh, crowd surfing anytime soon. But uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. car surfing is gonna be the new thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying for the damages? <laughs> right, for real, right? for real, dude. I have this crazy ass story actually. I so one time I uh, it was my second show with uh, Hippie Sabotage, mm-hmm. right? And then I was so hyped. All my friends were there, and it was like my first like really big tour. And then I was like, "Hey guys, can I can I like go <laughs> crowd surf?" And they're like, "Fuck you!" They're they, they're so tight. They're just like, "Yeah, do whatever the fuck you want." And then so like I you know I'm getting ready, and it's, it's a drop, and I'm about to fucking jump. And I jumped, and like my natural instinct is to do a flip in the air. I don't know, of course, because oh fucking tricking, right? <laughs> so I did like a weird flip in the air, and then like. I like smacked some kid and you know I was like so fucking you know and then I smacked some kid in the nose I accidentally broke his fucking nose dude and then <laughs> and then like security like pulled me aside they're like dude you're in a lot of trouble bro da, 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 da. and I was like bro like and then I, I met the kid you know they, they gave him like a bunch of merch and you know he got to kick it with us after and stuff but I was like bro like I don't have a lot of money but what I can do is get you backstage to all these fucking shows. <laughs> and luckily, this kid was a photographer. Oh, so fine. You could say it was his big break into the industry. No pun intended. You know? All pun intended. All, all pun intended. intended. All pun intended. Yeah, but you know, shout out to Carlos. Like, he gets into a bunch of free shows now. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a funny story, you know? Oh, damn, that's silver lining, bro. Yeah. 
I've done a lot of stupid things with my camera that I probably should not have. Like I've crowd surfed with my camera over like ten times, and oh fuck that! Every single time fuck I'm just that. like holding on to my camera, like oh fuck, I hope this doesn't break today. But it's like I just I, I love it. I don't I can't I can't stop, dude. You ever yeah. get pushed over in a mosh pit? That's the worst fucking oh, thing. Oh yeah, that's the f- when you're bro. shooting and then a mosh pit starts and you just get pushed over. You're just like oh my god, I don't care about me, but my camera, man. What yeah, the fuck? dude. Okay, so even with the hippies, right? So Jeff has this segment where he goes out into the crowd and he performs a song and then i have to be right in front of him so yeah. i'm like holding my camera like this and people are just fucking moshing all yeah, around me man. and just pushing i'm just like uh but the footage absolutely epic you know yeah, of course <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing though that's a, that's a, that's an important thing bro because a lot of uh photo uh photographers videographers aren't willing to do that they're not yeah, willing to put themselves yeah, yeah. in that situation you know so it's you like know, that's it's, a big leg up it's funny with uh, like navigating through this like photography industry because I'm not like a like a like a natural photographer who studied this shit, and I know Word, a lot same. of other photographers. They look at me and they're like, they're kind of like, "Yo, like you're like kind of weird, bro. Like, why do you dress <laughs> so loud on stage? Like, you're supposed to wear all black. You're supposed to." They have all these rules and set for like respect, right? And yeah. like they see me breaking every single one, and they they kind of get pissed at me. It's kind of interesting to like see their reactions to me you know what i mean and um yeah like like purists yeah very yeah. purist yeah, you yeah, know yeah. And, i thought uh, that should happen to me too it's fucking annoying man it's very it, annoying it sucks you know? when you have other photographers around you and they're not you know like they're very obviously criticizing you while you're working and it's just like yeah, man, chill. man it's like just chill. i'm just trying to have fun with my friends bro exactly. like this is cool you know yeah dude i think um I think the one of the big keys of being successful in any artistic industry, I mean, even outside of photography, is to, and, and one of my mentors told me this, is you just learn the rules and then freak it. Yes. <laughs> yes. 100%. 100%. 100%, dude. Yeah. That's definitely what, like, uh, my uh, film mentor, Isaiah, said the same thing. He's like, I'm going to teach you all these rules, but, you know, there's ways you can break it. And you just got to figure it out by yourself, you know? So I, I think that's definitely like important when you are like mentoring someone to, uh, to pursue the art path, you know? Yeah. 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 I wanted to ask you uh, as something, you know, like you said, you kind of break the rules. Like, do you feel like your, your relationships with the artists that you're working with allows you to break the rules a little bit more? Like how are your relationships with the artists you work with? 100% because you know I think as the job there's a huge difference when you're an agency photographer on a job versus being like just a homie photographer like yo when I'm on set with Nick Jonas I don't say shit dude I'm a very respectful person I I play all the rules because he you have to kind of find a kind of like gauge their their uh, who they are as a person you know what I mean Nick he's very reserved he's very um, you know, great oh, fucking really? guy, great cool. fucking guy, very reserved, just chilling all the time. Very nice. He'll talk to you. You know what I mean? He's not like, you know, but, um, yeah. So I just respect his boundaries. And plus like, dude, I did a shoot going around and shooting with that, that guy, that guy's a fucking machine, dude. Like immediately he can just turn it on in front of a camera and then, you know, we'll do an entire shoot day. Bam. Hit the studio right after record so many like record for like four or five hours and i'm just like wow like this guy like after one shoot i'm like dead you know but the fact that this guy just keeps going and going he's amazing bro like i've never seen someone work so hard in my entire life 
you know. Um, and then back with the, uh, you know, do my artists allow me to do these things? And it's also like, yeah, Eric, um, who's fucking amazing, straight fucking pop star, crazy hard worker. He like, uh, I mean, he's just so flashy that like no one's going to take, <laughs> no one's going to take the shine from Eric. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and he has so much love in his heart. He always makes it a thing to put on his entire crew, which is so amazing, bro. Like not every artist does that. Every yep. single show. He like, you know, we, we do the crowd shot. He's like, everyone say hi, Bobo. Da, 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 da. Make yeah, sure you bro. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that, he is the one of the fucking coolest artists I've ever fucking worked for. My fucking brother. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he like is helping, helping like mentor me through this entire industry too. You know, like showing what goes on behind the scenes, how you have to approach things and how to stay on your toes. Even like through this COVID stuff, like even through this COVID stuff, this guy is working just as much as he did without it. And I was like, mm-hmm. how do you stay motivated, bro? You know, yeah. you're insane. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, with the hippies, it's like, dude, like it's, you guys have been, I mean, you've been to the show, Paulo. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. just all rage all the time. They just want to get there and just have fucking fun. And yeah, dude. So, and uh, they've welcomed me as like part of the show. They're like, yo, like if, if I'm just like standing there and shooting, like sometimes they'll be like, dude, get the fuck on stage and go fucking dance and get some <laughs> shots, you know? And I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm doing the right thing then, you know? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, shout out to those artists, man. You know, I really, I really yeah. appreciate them to allow me to be myself on stage. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's dope, that's man. That's dope. Fucking great. <laughs> yeah. right. And I just think, to... um, go ahead. So, um, I think, uh, what helps too is um since you've kind of built like your identity um and established that uh in the music industry people hire you for you yes so yeah that, you know for sure like, yeah for sure man and you know navigating through the, a lot of this man i i learned that like dude you can be the most talented person but if people can't live with you and you can't adapt to people like they're not gonna hire you you know what I mean? Um, right. Because you essentially you have to become you're the photographer, so you have to become like damn near everybody's best friend, especially the artist. They have to mm-hmm. want to be around you. You have to bring good energy to the table. You know, yep. and um, I definitely think that's a responsibility on my end to always be like positive and always like you know pumping out good conversations and uh, helping them expand their image um, and making them look how they want to. You know, I think my biggest one of the the best assets about me as a photographer is I always adapt to the photographer because I understand like, you know, like I think it's important for the photographer to model in front of a camera so they know all their bad angles and all their Couldn't agree bullshit more. Yeah. so they can become a better photographer. And it's yep. like, I take this photo. Sure. It's like a, a good photo, but he looks awkward here. So I'm not, I'm obviously not going to post that. But some photographers don't get that. They'll post really yeah, shitty man. pictures of the artist, you know? I'll never understand. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I adapt to whoever um, whoever needs that from me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I'm not, I try not to be, you know, like as we were talking about the purists of like, oh, no, this is how I shoot. This is the only thing I want to do. It's like, no, I'm open, bro. Like, let's let's collaborate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. word. Yo, um you have any advice for younger people listening who would want to pursue the same career as you? Um, I'm going to dip back in to what we talked about earlier, 
you know, there's a lot of people who come up to me. They're like, hey, like, how do I get in your position? How did you make it? How uh, do I become a concert photographer? And mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to really figure out if this is the career path that you want to go to because yep. you will be broke for yep. a really fucking long time, really fucking long time. Um, and uh, you have to be able to adapt to 14 people's personalities. You have to be, you have to have charisma. You have to carry yourself in the right way. You know, like I think it's even sometimes, you know, it has to be superficial too, as far as like, you need to like dress a certain way, you know, cause yeah. people wa- want other people who look good around them. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. is a reflection. Your crew is a reflection of you. So it's like, oh, like this guy dresses cool. Like he knows his style. Oh, like his artistic value has even more. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. you know, I've looked at some of these people's profiles and it's like, it doesn't seem like you understand like culture. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, who am I to like, I'm not anybody to like dismantle anybody else's dream. I for sure am not. Like I'm waiting for people to prove me wrong. Like I always tell them that. I was like, I'm going to give you this advice, but if you want to do it your own way, like prove me wrong because I'm waiting for it and I will, I will give you all the praise that you want right after that. But it's, that's up to you. Um, but, um, also it's like, I'm just a fucking regular kid from the fucking suburbs. Like I, of course I've always wanted these dreams and I've had like blueprints of how this is going to go. And you know, the people I want to meet and all these goals of like, I want like my childhood heroes to like, you know, tell me I'm great too. Like I have those insecurities of like wanting, uh, you know, I take value from other people's opinions, um, you know, so um, I definitely th- use my insecurities as well as like my confidence to boost me in that same direction. Um, and yeah, man, I think that's what it really is, is just being comfortable with yourself and then doing everything that you can to be a better person uh, artistically, image, mentally, and uh, capability as far as uh, you know, action. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, I've also realized like there's a lot of people from my hometown who just like to dream about things, right? You know, it's like, oh, I want to be a fucking rock star too. I want to fucking live the dream. But it's like, why aren't you taking steps into becoming that person? You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I, I that's. That's very frustrating to me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, We all know those people, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I am very blessed in my current situation to be like, I have a very like, I'm going to fucking prove you wrong mentality to like pursue, you know, I'm going to prove you wrong pretty much. You know, there's there's a lot of times that, uh, you know, even my own mentors have been like, you know, so I have this story. I think this is going to be this is a pretty good story. All right, so when Jaden Smith dropped his album Sire at the beginning of 2017, I believe, mm-hmm. or 2018, 2017. Um, yeah. And then uh I told I was like kind of just going around and like telling people like, "Hey, like I'm going to tour with Jaden Smith, like just watch." And then people were like, "Are you really?" And I was like, "Well, no, but like I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it out into the universe, like whatever, right?" And then, you know, I did like, uh, I went through his followers and then I saw this guy IQ and I saw that he produced Fallen, which is like one of my favorite tracks off that album. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, at the time he only had like maybe 5,000 followers, 10,000. And I was like, okay, like I have that many too. And I check all my DMs 
you know, so why wouldn't he? And I was like, hey, man, like, I've done all this work with, like, all these various artists. Like, can I just come shoot for you? You know what I mean? Like, let's just kick it. And then after I shot for him, I gave him all this cool content. And, like, we actually, like, hit it off, like, as, like, real homies. So, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and I was like, I wasn't expecting anything of it. But I was like, all right, for sure. Like, I built that relationship. And, you know, we just keep creating together. What do I get? Two months later, he calls me. He goes, hey, uh, I'm opening for Jaden Smith. And I want you on tour with me. Bow. <laughs> so I shot for you know I shot for IQ and but we were on that tour and at the time Jaden Smith didn't have his own photographer. I don't know why. How, I don't know why. How do you not have your own? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he didn't know the formula of of all that. You know, it was his first really big tour. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, you know, you know. So Jaden would be like, hey, like, can you come shoot some photos for me too? You know, and so I would shoot. I shot. I did like a like a five <laughs> show run with them, and I shot for Jaden for a little bit too. And uh, and then you know, I I told Drew. I was you know he was the one who was doubting me. He was like he was like bro, like you and your manifest shit. Like that's just not gonna work. Like let's get back to reality. But then you know I came back and I was like Drew, I fucking did it, dude. I fucking did it. You know I was like an excited little fucking child, and he was like. Oh man, you're fucking crazy, bro. Like I don't know how you did that, but you did, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I I think uh everything that you dream of is absolutely fucking obtainable, but you know, I think there's certain steps that you need to take and be real with yourself, but also like fortune favors the fucking bold, bro. Like, mm -hmm. Go out there get what's yours bro get, yeah. get what's yours <laughs> for sure for sure and in that in that story you made a couple of good points there where it was like one was you having the charisma and the confidence to just send this guy a message because you never know where yeah. that's gonna go you know like a lot of people don't really realize that possibility that you can just scroll through somebody's fucking followers you see how many they have and then you can kind of gauge like what kind of responses you're gonna get you know what i yeah. mean yeah and yeah like, it's it, like a it's, why bother kind of attitude yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. much easier to get into contact with people than than most people assume. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. whether it's a DM or an email, like it's it's not 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 really a stretch. You know, like I yeah, got fucking yeah. Pilo on the podcast through some one email. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's yeah, crazy, dude. Hell you know, yeah. like it's it's not that complicated. And for for younger creatives who are trying to get into this in, into any creative industry, you know, like fucking try it. Send a message. What's At the least worst just that can happen? go for it, man. Take the yeah. risk. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Someone might call you stupid, and it's like, oh, okay. Like, oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you move on. And, and I, like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I get affected by negative comment comments and stuff too. But yeah. you know, at like what, like what do you care about more? Like, like you know, I'll take a couple negative comments, but that also means like you know. I just I went for it as well, you know, and you yeah. know, and once I achieve it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad I fucking did that, you know, and most Dude, of the time honestly, the people, you know, what's up? <laughs> I, I was gonna I was just gonna say like honestly, now might be as weird as it is. Now might be the time to to shoot those cold emails and cold it is DMs. The best when, time. The best when, time. Right, yeah. when everyone's the hunkered down at home. Yeah, yeah. No one's traveling <laughs> to other countries right now. So it's the best time. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really no the best time. Because no one's doing shit right now. I'll tell you that, dude. Exactly. There's very few people who are like hella busy, you know. Exactly. No, yeah. it's the best time to be doing that, you know. Uh, cold emails are one of the smartest things you can do because it's not even a huge risk to take, you know. It's it's really not. It's just... You have nothing to lose. It's yeah. all pride. It's all ego that stops you from doing that, you know. Absolutely, man. 
So how do you guys like navigate your guys' like ego and like dark times through this game of, of life and, and art? You know what I mean? Uh, I, I tend to have a pretty hard time with it, man, because uh, the modeling industry is not an easy one. Uh, yeah. As you can probably imagine, it's not an easy one. Um, you know, there's a lot of rejection, a lot of no's. Yeah. Especially right now. Like I, I was telling Paolo while you, while you had stepped off, um, I've been getting a surprising amount of castings throughout COVID and I've only booked one job out of it, but it's a lot of rejection, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you you really have to lower your expectations, lower your, 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 your hopes, you know what I mean? Because 99% of the time it's a no. Yeah. That's literally it. It's 99% of the time. So it, yeah. it's tough. You know, it's, it's hard to manage, but, um, when you've been in the industry for as long as I have, I've been here in this industry for two years and then I was in the New York industry for two years really. And you know, it's, you just kind of learn to, to move on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Like I don't really hang my head if I did a bad job at a casting, you know, like I don't, there's no, no need for that. No reason to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keep, keep, keep moving. Yeah. yeah that's it um word and to kind of add to that um i mean if anyone's listening correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like i'm not really the kind of person that has an ego again word. if i'm wrong check me mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but um i and i'm glad you asked that because i, feel, I think i um kind of have this mentality that a lot of other creatives have called imposter syndrome yeah um where if you have like like if you have like any kind of accolades and any kind of achievement in your field it still doesn't feel like you do yeah and Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i feel at times like yeah me too even though you know like i'm here i'm in you know one of the best cities in the world Um, and you're a fucking sicko behind the camera (laughs) (laughs) right like like doing my thing like sometimes i feel like it doesn't feel that way. I don't, I don't know. Um, there's, I feel like there's always like a, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. You know, if anything, if, if anything makes me feel slightly big headed, there's always something to pull me back down. Yeah. Um, whether it's, uh, fi- you know, your financial situation mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like what have you, uh, I think that's kind of it for me. And like Dom said, it's just, you know, I think uh, it's just your ability to keep it moving. Because you know, sometimes I get disheartened where uh, yeah. I do I do some some work that I thought was cool for like a really cool brand, like in hopes to you know work with them again, and I never yeah. get like called back from them. Yeah, so it, like it does get disheartening sometimes, but you know, it's just like Dom said, it's just your it's ability to keep game. it moving. Yeah, it's, it's part, part of the game, game man. Yeah, um, it's part you know, of everybody the game. can eat. You yeah. Know? Dude, yeah. I've the, yeah. the numbers I've seen on paper from this industry, dude. There's enough room for everybody to eat. And, for sure, and for uh, sure, it's it's crazy how school teaches us that this isn't like like a, a like a like a uh, stable path. You know, of course, right now everybody's fucked. But um, yeah. you know, it, prior it, to it might that, not like, be as stable as having a day job, but like the opportunity is still it's not like there is none you know what i mean yeah yeah you know especially once you're out in la or new york you know yeah. and i mean you're killing in the fucking philippines so like it just shows <laughs> everybody it, you know there's 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 room and space for everybody 
you know, and um, it's just yeah. you got to be willing to risk it all, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've been. It, I think like the the craziest yeah. thing is coming back to my hometown and um, you know exchanging words with like a lot of my friends who like hopped into tech and like did the safe thing. And I was like, oh, like what you been up to lately? You know what I mean? And they don't have like really like fulfilling stories even though they did everything that they were supposed to like, yeah, yep. like I'm just kind of getting by, like, you know, I work at this law for- firm or at Facebook, you know, not shitting on anybody who's in that industry, but you know, and here I am who everybody thought was going to be a fuck up, you know, like I graduated like fucking 1.5 GPA. Like it was, it did hella after school <laughs> class. It, it was really bad. I was terrible in high school, but yeah. you know, here I am like, you know, damn near probably making the same amount as them but i have like all these like very uh rich experiences and that's what matters at the end of the day not the fucking money but like how are you living are you extremely fulfilled and happy and uh on the pursuit of greatness you know what i mean yeah 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 so some things I to mean, think about high school kids <laughs> yeah, true, I think that's, true. Uh, everybody should strive for yeah agree fulfillment yeah. Yeah, fulfillment. Like, fuck the money. Fuck the, you know what I mean? Like, if you're blessed enough to be in a situation where um, you you are able to afford the risk of, of uh, you know, doing all this, then I would say, why the fuck not? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. even if you're not in a situation where you can afford to do it and you still want to do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, you this, know, bro. We've like, all been broke before. <laughs> I felt the first year of LA, I fell into $25,000 of of debt. Holy $25, shit. $25,000, bro. Wait, how you know? did you accumulate that much debt? It's just like, you know, rent in LA and then going out eating and, and like partying cuz you got to, you know, you got to you got to play the game. You you got to yeah. politic, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, got to politic, you, you, you know, and uh, you know, like you don't want to be the guy not spending money at the like, you know what I mean? It's just it's just it's out of respect, you know. And thankfully, there's a lot of uh people in K-Town who understood my position and I was always the younger one and they paid for a lot of my shit like you know just like oh when we go out to drink like like nah like I know where you're at right now like let's do this you know what I mean like it's cool get me back whenever you make it or whatever the fuck you know yeah um but then uh yeah dude like my first tour first couple tours I was getting paid pretty fucking damn near close to nothing and Mm then Mm -hmm. and then on my first really big tour I got a big enough check to pay all that debt off in one tour. Damn. So that just shows Fuck. like how crazy this whole thing is. You know what I mean? Holy like, shit. That's, that's how crazy this is. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's <laughs> insane. It, absolutely insane. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah man, oh my God. The, that gave me chills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people can make it in this, man. I promise you people can fucking do it, dude. Like don't doubt yourself just fucking just go dude you know and, yeah uh, yeah i mean if it was one thing i would tell myself when i was younger i'd be like dude just stop overthinking i spent so much time overthinking the path i'm like how i want to do things am i gonna look like a fool am i gonna go out there like whatever it's just like dude like just fucking do it just do it with respect honor and genuine intentions you're good yeah. word yo paulo on that same topic if there's something you can go back and tell your younger self what would it be i know i got one. Oh shit um dude if there's anything that i could tell my younger self it would probably just be to 
pick up a camera sooner than I did for <laughs> one thing. I mean, same, I, me same. too. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I didn't. But like then again, like I I couldn't afford an, a camera until I started uh, also same working like like when I was like uh, twenty one. Um, but yeah, I wish I'd gotten into it sooner. And I also, um, damn, I spent, I feel like I wasted so much time because like after high school, I, I just like Bobo, I did poorly in high school. I had no plans to go to college. Um, at least like a regular four year university. Yeah. So yeah, I was, yeah. I, I was, you know, like I was feeling the existential crisis of like, fuck, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So, so I took, I, after high school, I actually took a year off to, work on a portfolio and this was before i even got into photography so like i was like all right well i got bad grades but the only thing i've ever been good at is art so let me focus on that so i took a year off um worked on a illustration and design portfolio for uh the art institute art institute of chicago um i got in they gave me like a little bit of money just based on my portfolio but it wasn't enough because you know these american art schools are like six figures um, so a year oh, yeah. off turned into two years off. I tried to apply to a cheaper school, still too expensive. So if anything, I could tell my younger self is just like, I don't know why I spent two years just trying to go to school when I could have just been like, you don't need that shit. Agreed. Agreed. I have two. One is that exact same thing. I wish I didn't waste two years of my life in college. But uh, two is network harder, man. Because like, yes, I, yes. I know right now at 23, I have a pretty good network around the world. You're only 23? Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh my God. I'm going to lay back real quick. Holy <laughs> shit. All right, you good, bro. <laughs> God. Yeah, man, I'm 23. And like, I, I feel like I have a pretty good network around the world. And I wish like three or four years ago when I was uh, more active in New York and in, in photography and whatnot, I wish I networked harder, man. Yeah. Because not that I did a bad job of networking, but it could have been better. I could have had better relationships with people than I do have now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Dude, yeah I, I, I definitely I, agree with that because admittedly it took me like, it took me like a little bit of time to, to, um, to be more open and not so, uh, standoffish. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Me too. Uh, just like, it was like trust issues, you know, just lack of trust. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to throw myself at people like that back then, but now I'm just like, yo, let's talk. Let's do it, bro. Let's <laughs> maybe, kick it. Let's have maybe fun. Maybe I just wasn't you know? drinking enough back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think also know. as you grow older too, you're just like, why do I fucking care so much, dude? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like now it's like, I don't fucking, I don't know. I'm pretty honest with myself now. Like I don't fucking care. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, what's stopping yeah. me from approaching this person? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then that goes back to what I was, what we were saying earlier. You know, send that fucking DM, send that send email, whatever. Send the fucking DM. Send just the send email. It. Just know? send it. I have yeah, a few dude. that I'm targeting for the podcast, and I'm excited to send Hell these yeah, emails, bro. man. Yeah. And I'm even excited. if you don't get it, then you got to find someone in their fucking circle, and then exactly. go fucking go through them. <laughs> find and then, the connection. You know, yes, dude. Find the connection, dude. We're all separated by like fucking two, three people, bro. You exactly. I mean? It's exactly easy game. Uh, yeah, easy yo. Game. Yo, this has been a great episode, man. I want to ask Fuck you guys yeah, some dude. general questions before we get off of this. Uh, yes, bro. What have you guys been watching lately, dude? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I just 
watched Euphoria again for like the fifth time, bro. The most amazing series in the fucking world, bro. Have you guys seen, seen it? it? Oh I my. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. You guys are killing me right now, dude. You guys are fucking killing me, bro. Um, oh my god. Where can we watch it? Yeah, it's yeah. an HBO show, but you know, like, there's. Uh, I'm sure I can I mean, find I'm it not going to say yeah. it in, on podcast, but there's ways to watch it without having HBO. You know, wink, wink. So go find that link and go fucking watch it, dude. It's seriously the the cinematography and the storylines and um just the emotional depth that it has it's unreal and it hit so many like uh so many places for me because i grew up around all these people and you know there are these real uh problems in real life mm-hmm. so yeah watch it dude <laughs> word i would check that out Euphoria. i've been meaning to check it out but because I, I hear a lot about it on twitter i read a lot about it on twitter people really seem to love it dude after you guys watch the entire series text me like right away it could be as simple as a holy shit bro you know <laughs> <laughs> wait is it is it done already or is it still ongoing uh it's the first season is done but they got renewed for a second season so uh, okay, okay. oh okay. shit so yeah. all right so it's, it's gonna legit, be a long-standing bro. show huh it's gonna yeah i think so i think so it's a fucking dude the soundtrack all right you guys just watch it you guys will figure it out word how amazing it is. <laughs> Father, what about you what you been watching um i've been all over the place since uh quarantine started because uh um well first i went on a one piece binge oh um, yeah because i was like dude when am i gonna have time to watch a fucking thousand episode anime <laughs> dude, is now? It, is this, isn't it still going bro it's still ongoing it's, still yeah, going. it's fucking crazy but dude i know i know people see a lot of memes on twitter oh it gets good by like the 900th episode it does bro <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's like um, listening to a to a Drake song. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't like Drake, but by like the eight hundredth time you hear him, it's gonna it's sound like, good yo. because you're just used to his voice. You know, at the very least, it's gonna know, get stuck you know? in your head. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So One Piece. I watched uh, The Good Place recently. That show is really that show, that show is pretty funny. It was um, an NBC sitcom about like yeah. heaven and hell, but in like a really cheeky way. There's a Filip- there's a couple of Filipino dudes on there actually, which is pretty cool to see. Oh, Hell even though yeah, they're uh, dude. they're like they're pr- portrayed really poorly, uh, but like yeah. still cool to see. And the actors themselves are hilarious. Um, what about you, Dom? Uh, we've been watching a lot of cooking shows, man. A lot of cooking shows. We Fuck, just man. finished. Bro, we just finished watching, uh, it's this British show, it's called The Big Family Cooking Showdown. It's pretty dope, man, it's pretty dope. It's like, it's like these families who are, they're just amateur chefs, but they're like Michelin star level chefs, but they're just doing it at home, you know what I mean? Oh, that's funny. Like, their their stuff is crazy, they're on a tight time limit, it's like head-to-head competition, it's crazy. Is it like chopped? Kinda, yeah. Kinda? Yeah. Yeah, but they're all families, you know, so it's cool. It's cool. It's worth checking Interesting. out. What about uh, what you guys been listening to? Any new music or podcasts? Um, I'm going to shout out my homie, uh, Sebastian Paul. Dude, his music is fucking amazing, bro. His writing style to I his know that fucking... Um, uh, just just the, the way he, he presents himself. It's super amazing. Um, he was the opener for the Hippie Sabotage tour, and uh, I really got to know like, oh, the word. depth of this yeah, guy. You... Yeah, you met him too. Yeah, he was sick. 
amazing fucking guy, dude. Seriously, and um, yeah, he's he got signed to a Mad Decent. Um, oh, fire! Recently. Yeah, and so he's just and he's his, his content level is just like pumping shit out right now is amazing. So definitely go check him out. And then as far as podcast, um, <clears throat> shout outs to the Bottom Gay Boys podcast, though you know. Hey. <laughs> yeah, um, Word, and then uh, the K-pop Daybog Show, um, which uh, is run by Eric. Um, oh word okay and, uh, I didn't yeah, know you had a podcast he also had me on that which is really fucking awesome we talked about tour and all that good shit and then um, yeah dude so if you guys are trying to find an entryway into K-pop and try to understand the culture of it I definitely think that's a great place to start word yeah man word Paolo what about you anything new dude um, ever since that you and or ever since that episode with you and Cal <laughs> from Steady I've been a heavy, heavy listener of uh, Business of Hype. Word, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I, I enjoy every single episode so much. And, um, dude, it's, it's actually kind of funny. So, like, I was <laughs> I, I would, like, listen to an episode, like, on my commute to work. And I was like, oh, shit. So, like, basically, all these really successful people have one theme and it's to just follow your dreams. So I was like, the show itself was like motivating me to quit my job. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. To, dude, and I actually like put my two weeks in. And then like, Damn. but this was, this was like right before, this was like right before like everything started like shutting down. And like, I, I had a, I had like a gut feeling things were gonna get bad. And like, oh, fuck. so, so I, I had to like, just kind of like swallow my pride and like rescind my like i talked to my boss i was like Damn. can you like rescind those two weeks <laughs> and then like a week later like the city shut down so, yeah. yeah oh my so, god Damn. Yeah, well, at least you business... followed your intuition to you know get <laughs> yeah, that job back i'm i'm, I'm sure. kind of glad i did uh with how, yeah. how how things unfolded but yeah like business of hype is really good especially now um they're doing stay-at-home episodes with uh people who were previously on the show and um yeah dude uh like right now they're just talking about how like all these wildly successful people are navigating their business uh through the pandemic so it's super insightful um and before we get off i just wanted to plug um i don't know if you're gonna ask about books but yeah go ahead i've been i've been learning korean so my, girl, my girl got me uh two korean learning books called talk to me in korean um, I think it's like uh, I'm on, dude. I'm on, uh, I'm on level two, and I think there's like seven levels. So I still have like a long way to go. I just started level two, but like if you are looking to learning Korean, I would highly recommend it because it's broken down in like a very digestible way. Um, there's pictures and sample dialogue and stuff, and um, they really explain like their sentence structures and like why they say the things that they do like real broken down real well in english so other than having lots of korean friends i would recommend that 100 percent if you were serious about learning korean the word yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> cool 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 yo bobo um we're a little over time but i wanted to ask you one more thing uh yeah you have new music that just came out Let's oh, talk about shit. that real yeah, quick. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> me and Brian Saruki, a.k.a. Metaphysics, we mm-hmm. have this project together called Indigoast. You know, it's a play off the indigo. Oh, that's um, New indigo, Fine. you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we're keeping it we're keeping it pretty cool right now. I, I think those – so those tracks are actually, like, two years old. But I wanted to exercise, like, just, like – you know, of course, I'm, like, insecure about 
putting it out or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to exercise just putting it out and t- into the universe and kind of start pursuing that path. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to be a creative. And, uh, yeah, you can go check out the music, man. And uh, What's, what's the sound soon. like? I haven't heard uh, it yet. What's the sound so like? So it's like a... So we experiment with, like, a lot of different rap styles, you know? Okay. Like, there's, like, a Nujibi-sounding track. Um, cool. And then there's, like, just, like... We just rap hard over fucking trap beats and talk about funny shit and uh, not funny. It's more like, yeah, it's pretty funny, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, one time we were just like super sauced up and we're like, hey, let's just let's just make this fucking song about how sick life is. Right. You know? <laughs> and then I just pretty much talk about going on tour and making money and, and doing fun shit. So it's a uh, it's, it's funny, you know, during those Lord. times. But, you know, um. As I've started, like, making music lately, it's been a lot more emo, uh, you know, like, emo raps, just kind of, like, very self-reflective, uh, you know, to, this is just what I'm going through right now. So, yeah, hopefully, no you doubt. guys will hear that soon. And, um, yeah, man, check it out. In the ghost. Dope. Where can we, where are you at? Where are you guys at? Are you on Spotify? Uh, we only posted on uh, SoundCloud for now. So, the link okay. is soundcloud.com slash indigoastxx. All right, bet. Yes, yes. Word. I'll check that, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Yo. Dude. Oh, before Tell. one thing, dude. So Brian put me on this on this book. It's called or you know, it's an audio book, whatever. Uh, it's called It's All in Your Head by Russ. Okay. Like if, Russ, Russ? Yeah. Like Russ, like the rapper. Okay. So it's easily I didn't digestible. Know he had a book. Look it up on, on Apple Music or Spotify and he breaks it down into like uh like songs. So it, it's very it's like four minutes each uh subject. And then, you know, like his philosophies are just like amazing, bro. Like if you want to pursue art, everything in there, it's just like, it's, it's great. It's amazing. Just listen to it. And then, uh, yeah, shoot me a DM if you fucking listen to it and tell me how you feel about it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Damn. I'll check that out too. I hadn't heard about that. It's amazing, bro. It'll, it'll really, it'll just like juice you up to like, be like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Let's just fuck it. (laughs) I listened to that before I put these songs out. I was like, fuck it. Like what's to lose Fuck yeah. it, you know yeah so yeah dope. dope i'll check that out hell yeah, yeah yo. bro yo guys tell the people where they can find you um i guess uh i guess just i'm gonna shout out my instagram handle which mm-hmm. is at b-o-b-o dot x-x-n-d-i-g-o so yeah check me out there shoot me dms or um you know whatever I'll, i'm open to talking to people about uh you know life and uh how the pursuit of your dreams bro so yeah Word. let's fucking do this shit man follow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what about you word um just follow me on instagram uh at paulo del castillo just my name um twitter is just i'm not even gonna mention twitter twitter is just my happy place say all your ratchet shit on twitter (laughs) 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 alright yo yo thank you guys for doing this man this was a good one this was fun thank you guys so much for having me once again man I appreciate y'all are my family until the fucking death hell yeah dude likewise likewise Likewise. hope to see you again soon bro absolutely bro thanks for tuning in yup peace peace